T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 22 touchdowns to six interceptions in, uh, he didn't start the whole season. Started 12 games. He started 12 games. Then he threw 33 and 7. You think that's possible from Pickett? No. No. I don't think Kenny Pickett's ever thrown 30 touchdowns in a season. Maybe in the CFL. That was mean. Do you think Kenny Pickett... Okay, hold on. Question. Right this second, Kenny Pickett has, what, 13 touchdown passes? To 13 interceptions, yeah. In the two seasons, the two good Ryan Tannehill years in Tennessee threw 55 touchdowns. Will Kenny Pickett throw 55 touchdowns as a pro? right now I would say no because he's going into this season as a make or break year if he doesn't have like the thought has crossed my mind what would Pickett have to do in this offense for the Steelers to want to continue starting him next year what's the baseline for them what's the type of season that would make them say okay let's try this again in 2024 I, mean, I have an easy answer to that question, believe it or not. What's that? If you take the Tannehill 2019 with the Titans and actually extrapolate his numbers out for a 17-game season, I think he'd have to do that. Now, I know that that's a 117 passer rating, so maybe the passer rating doesn't look the same. But if you show me mm, 10 starts, he, he threw 22 touchdowns. If you give me 17 starts and he throws 26 touchdowns and like nine picks, I think that's what they'd have to see. He only threw for 230 yards a game, so that's not an outlandish number. They'd have to see him in an offense where he doesn't have to throw it as much, making more out of his opportunities to throw it and doing so regularly. So, see, because I think when Art says it's a make-or-break year for Kenny and it, it all boils down to this and Tomlin says it's a huge year for Pickett. Yeah. If he has what you would consider pedestrian numbers – but the Steelers win more games than they lose. Mm-hmm. So they go 10-7 and seven again. Pickett throws 21 touchdowns to, say, 14 interceptions in, in the Arthur offense in his first year. Is he back as the starter in year four? 10 wins, let's say 21-10 or 21-14. Man, I think it – I actually think it depends a lot on do they start, like, 10-2 and two and lose five straight or do they start five and seven and he's about to lose his job and he comes alive. I really do think it's how those 21 and 14 and how that record comes into being. Don't you? Don't you feel like a lot of the optimism around him was they started so poorly his rookie year on record-wise and everything else, and then he helped lead the charge down the stretch? So you're, but, you, but the bottom line for you is you're saying there's a scenario in which he could win around the same games as they've won the last two years, put up decent numbers, and be back depending on how it happened. 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, so wouldn't do I, Chris. I wouldn't bring him back though in that situation because the Jets wouldn't be worth the squeeze there. Like the twenty-one uh, touchdowns, that's not worth him throwing fourteen like, picks. When Art, when when Art put throws down the gauntlet, or when Tomlin gives kind of an ultimatum, like it makes for great um, fodder and great headlines and sound bites and stuff. But there's also part of me, based on what Florio just said, that makes me think they're very slow to move on things. They're a stability organization. They're a patient organization. If Kenny shows progress, even if it's not leaps and bounds progress, he's got another year on his I contract, think, and they could say easily. Do you think they'd pick like, up the fifth-year option at that no, point? No, I think they'd bring him. I Prove think, it. I think they yeah. So, like, I think he'd have to, I think he'd have to suck right out of the gate in this offense or get hurt and have somebody go in again and play well for him to not get another year after this if they start this year with him as the quarterback. Which what is I'm, the percentage chance you think they start this year with him as the quarterback? I think it's about 80 to 85%. What is the other 20, 15 to 20%? Who is the quarterback in the non-Kenny starting I think, season scenario? I think Fields is is in play a tiny, tiny, minuscule, uh, molecular kind of molecules are small. You could have just gone to the atomic level here. I could have. You could have talked about quarks. <laughs> black matter. Do you believe in that? Dark matter. Do you believe in dark matter? Yeah. It's not believe or not believe. So what is it? It's obvious that it exists. What is it? It's a, well, there's a lot that's unknown. I was watching a thing about black holes. How can we not holes. figure that out? I was watching a big thing about black holes and theoretical physics last night, which is how hard Kenny Pickett made offense look for the Steelers last year. Jeez. Another, another cheap shot. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, who would be? No, just. To, I'm just, saying Fields. Or guy on the roster that beats Kenny out. Well, I don't think they would see even if they drafted a quarterback, they wouldn't just install the guy as the number one right away. So it'd so, have to be whoever the random veteran is outplays him. Fields or to a to a much lesser extent Wilson, I think would be the two guys. Man, I have because even with, even Will, with, even with Wilson's rep, yep. I have such a hard time imagining that they would have said all of this about bringing in a guy to help Kenny along. And then be like, by the way, Russell Wilson's actually because gonna get even the job. with what Florio said, if they were to bring in Tannehill, and and Mike thinks in his opinion Tannehill is better than the guys they have, mm-hmm. I don't think that they would. It wouldn't be a competition. It would be the same thing as it, 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 as if they brought uh, Rudolph back. They would have him in the bullpen warming up, but he would not be the starter for Week One. It would be Pickett bar injury. Well, that's the other kind of thing about Arthur Smith's offense I haven't really, like, worked through. He wants his quarterback to be able to take off. It just This is just a statement of fact. Kenny, when he has taken off, there have been a, a pretty high number of injuries relative to the number I of think times that's he's a fair taken point, off running. Chris. I mean, even those people that might want to get on you for the way you're pretty harsh about the way Pickett's played and what your, um, your projections are, forecasts for him, even if he were good to this point, if he had the same number of injuries in his first two seasons, that would be something that was uh, questioned or wondered about. Like, can he be a great quarterback if he's going to miss not games like this? Not only miss every games, year. but get knocked out of games. And then I, I will say this, strangely be ready to go days later, right? I, he looks like he's going to be done for what, four to six in the Houston game? What was it? Two or three days later, I'm playing. Just there's a lot of strange stuff with his injuries so far too. Beyond just the ones that are obvious, concussions, 
needing surgery on the ankle. It's, it's been a very odd couple of years for him in that way. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time for all access with Aditi Kinkabwala, the NFL on CBS Insider, who tweeted six hours ago that Arthur Smith, as Steelers offensive coordinator, is the right high at the right time. Tell us more, Aditi. Just fits the mindset of what the Steelers are, what they're looking to do. What It almost feels at this point, Pony, that I feel like I need to combat everything that everybody is saying. And I think one of the big things, and I feel like Mulsey has made this point, why is it never a young guy who is, is just burgeoning, who hasn't become anything yet, who hasn't done it. Well, number one, Mike Tomlin told us that's not what he wants. He said he wants a guy that's got some experience in this season. Number two, Mike Tomlin has had some success with some guys that have been there, done that, like a Todd Haley and a Mike Munchak and a Dick LeBeau. He's had seasoned veterans. Number three, Mike Tomlin hasn't developed any of those guys himself. It's not like he's had a Dave Canales who was in Seattle for a decade that he was growing and developing and raising. So, like... That's a nice thing to aspire to, but that didn't exist in this moment right now. And so I think the biggest things with Arthur Smith, and this is the conversation that I've had with multiple people around the organization, in the organization, around the league, seasoned offensive coaches about this role in this position. And everyone seems pretty in lockstep that almost the most important thing that the Steelers need is a level of discipline and accountability and adherence to what it is their principles are and what they're doing. And I'll say this just straight up. Arthur Smith doesn't need to do this. We all know he is the son of the FedEx founder. There is no wide receiver who is going to show up to him and say, I have more money than you. That's not the way that that works. Arthur Smith has enough internal confidence to deal with a recalcitrant wide receiver, somebody who doesn't want to block, somebody who doesn't want to show up to meetings, someone who thinks that getting a fine for being late is just the cost of doing business. He's not going to stand for that. And I I think we've seen that 
for all the things that are amazing about Mike Tomlin, that's not really what he's in the business of is holding people to task in a certain way like that. And when you don't have those veteran leaders on offense, you need some of that to come from your coaching staff. And Arthur Smith can be that guy. And then the bigger deal is just the way I, this is the other thing that I said, you know, we had them week 14, the Bucks were at the Falcons and Adam Archuleta, my analyst and I sat with Arthur Smith for literally an hour, maybe even longer than an hour. And sure, we talked about Desmond Ritter and we talked about Bijan. Yeah, of course that was coming. And Bijan Robinson and Kyle Pitts. And we discussed all of those things. But we also talked about just football at large and football philosophy and everything that he talked about in terms of owning the line of scrimmage and everything he learned from Dick LeBeau and looking at Dante Scarnecchia all those years in New England and what he thinks the keys are to winning in the playoffs and winning late in the year. I actually said to him, and my crew and I were joking about this, I said to him then, the way that you talk about football is the way football is played in the AFC North. So you can sit here and say that you want Art Rooney to completely rip up the identity of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Pittsburgh Steelers play football a certain way, and Arthur Smith will be able to do that. And that is not to say that he cannot be creative. That is not to say that he cannot spread the ball. That is not to say that he cannot play to the strengths of the players that he has. It's just there are certain central tenets, core philosophies that match who the Steelers are. And then personality-wise, I mean, he's He's a good dude. Pony, he's a good dude. You will meet him and you will talk to him and you'll say, you know what? This is a good dude. This is a guy that knows exactly who he is. This is not a guy that is going to get run over by some wide receiver who doesn't want to do something. Well, the last offensive coordinator gave me dirty looks and I think wanted to fight me every time I saw him. So that would be an upgrade. But that that probably happens to you a fair amount of time, regardless of who the other person is, right? Malsey, is that true? Uh, confirmed, Aditi. Yes, I think a lot of people want to kick his ass. Um, it worked for Arthur Smith as the OC in Tennessee. The statistics back that up. They are inarguable. He salvaged and resurrected Ryan Tannehill's career such that he won comeback player of the year. By and large, it didn't work statistically on offense for Arthur Smith when he was calling the plays as the head coach in Atlanta. So why do you, why the disparity? What would be your explanation for why it didn't work in Atlanta where it did for him in Tennessee? I think a lot of we we love to and I'll sound a little um, talking out of both sides of my mouth because I've said to you for so long, it's not fair to judge Kenny Pickett considering the offense that he's in. But on the flip, I'll also say, you know, everything isn't only about the plays that are called. It also has to do with who's executing the plays, who is at the quarterback position, what you're really capable of doing. And I would just sit here and say, I'm not disagreeing. Okay. I do disagree. And I said this yesterday, Donnie was really upset about Kyle Pitts yesterday on the air and Hey, Kyle Pitts tore his ACL and MCL or MCL and PCL or whatever it was in November of 2022, all this past season, even he admitted his knee wasn't at full strength. So it's not fair to lay Kyle Pitts's whether it was lights out production or not this past year, totally at Arthur Smith's feet. I get all of that. There's a little give and take in both ways. But I would also say that you learn from every experience you're in. And just go down the road to Cleveland and Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz was not a successful head coach, but 15 years later, look at what he did with that defense as a defensive coordinator. You learn from each experience. And I think that another key here is that 
Arthur Smith is the type of guy who is very excited. I mean, I know this for a fact. He is excited to work with Mike Tomlin. He is excited to see the way Mike Tomlin goes about doing things. He's not coming in here with an ego as in, oh, I've been a head coach. I know the best way or this is how it's done. It's actually, you know what? I need to improve. I want to get better. I have an opportunity to be in the building every single day with a guy who's done it longer than just about anybody and has earned that longevity in some way. What can I pick up from his game and I think that we should fully expect Arthur Smith to be better and informed by his experience as the head coach and with the players that he works with. I will tell you this, and I don't, I don't know how much of this we're fully, I'd have to go back through my notes and like check what is sort of this was for us to learn or this was for us to share on our broadcast. But the way that he talks about Bijan Robinson as a personal individual and as a rookie and who Bijan is and what he needed to sort of be aware of and help, help him look out for himself when he couldn't look out for himself. The way that he talked about Desmond Ritter and why Ritter needed to sit for a little bit in the middle of the season and the way that he was trying to help Ritter's growth and his protection, protecting him again from what his base instincts might be. This is a man who doesn't only think about the X's and O's. He's obviously thinking about the relationships that he's building and the human beings that he's coaching. And I think that that's really important because when we talk about Mike Tomlin, we say that one of the things that he does best is motivating different people in different ways, recognizing that not everybody responds to the exact same thing. My experience has been that Arthur Smith is very, very aware and conscious of that, and that can only be a good thing as he tries to help Kenny Pickett change the narrative of this past season, as he helps Deontay Johnson and George Pickens change the narrative of this past season, as he manages whatever this run game will be going forward. All access with Aditi, brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Aditi, thanks so much for the insight on Arthur Smith. We will talk again next week. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Debrief time. Very serious football stuff. It's brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. The debrief, January 31, 2024. Uh, this is a thought I had a little while ago, and it was something I, I put out there on Twitter, and it, one of the few few takes I've had lately where there hasn't been much pushback at all, but if anything, most people agreeing. And it happened while I was watching Senior Bowl practice. They just had it on NFL Network from like 11 a.m. until 3 or whatever it was, 12 to 3. So I was watching it that first hour of the show. It was on one of the, the huge TVs in the studio. I am far more interested in just those practices, those random one-on-one -on -one reps, the the uh, all the drills that those guys do. I'm far more interested in that than anything that will happen this weekend in the Pro Bowl. I don't know what the schedule of events is for the Pro Bowl. I don't know what they're doing. My job is to be as caught up on sports, particularly football and particularly pro football, uh, as any human can be, both local and national. 
I don't know what they do at the Pro Bowl. I know they don't play an actual Pro Bowl game anymore because guys didn't want to. I think the Pro Bowl is a casualty of the money becoming big enough in pro sports that none of these guys would even for a second uh, think about risking it. I think guys have gotten way more savvy about their money than they were even 20, definitely 30, 40 years ago. Um, And so I think it's obvious that if you care deeply about one particular team, you probably know what that team's needs are in the draft, and you would be devouring all related draft content, and the Senior Bowl practices is one of those things. I think this is perfectly sensible and just goes to show how completely irrelevant and irredeemably, it's unsavable. That's what the Pro Bowl is. I saw something on Sports Illustrated, didn't bother to click. The headline was, the Pro Bowl is broken and it needs to be fixed. No, it doesn't. It needs to be taken out back behind the shed and sent into the hereafter. I actually think you could fix it, but it would be very, 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 very expensive. And if they did, if they actually had the balls to do it, I believe it it could become, I think it could become one of the most watched games of the year. Not not as much as the Super Bowl because it's still about teams winning a championship. But let's just say for a second, the NFL decided that they wanted to make a game played by the league's best player something special. So they incentivized it. And they came up with a number that incentivized everybody and said, if your team wins the Pro Bowl, you get 10, 10 million a pop. Each person gets yep. 10 mil. And you had literally, other than the guys in the Super Bowl, the very best, best, best players in the NFL. And they were all playing for that amount of money. It would, it would, in terms of quality of play, it would become the best game of the year. Be better than the Super Bowl. 100% because you've got better players. The coaches have the same kind of incentive structure, maybe not as much money because they're not physically risking it. Yep. You would need every year, I'm just spitballing here, about $650 million to do it. Well, you, I think you'd make the roster smaller. What's the roster? I think you probably have around 40 guys. So, so let's, guys are having to play more of the game, too. Like yeah. There's less chance. So, like, 400. You still need a half billion because the coaches have to have a pot. You probably have to have a little bit in the way of specialists. So, they won't do it. But if but they you need a half billion dollars a year. But if they did. It would, be, it would be the best game of the year. It would be the most competitive sporting event in North America for that year. Could you imagine if we were, like, it would be, it, it would be, the, the reason why fans, though, would struggle with it, too is because the guys would be looking out for themselves rather than their team. They're now getting ready to play a game where it's all about their bottom line. I mean, there's huge entertainment value in it, but dudes would risk injury for it. 100%. And the thing is, I think so much more money would be generated from that game. It would be the most bet-on sporting event of all time. Well, it would be so w- well-watched, too. Sure. Oh, that, I'd, that, I'd be that, riveted. But I think so much more money would go into the pool for the NFL. That the owners would be like, all right. It'd be a spend money to make money Yeah, situation. all right. There's a chance I might lose one of my star players Can you imagine injury the, in this game, but it's well worth it. Can you imagine price. the bidding war for the networks to see who actually gets to put on that game? That's what I mean. Like, like Tubi, the streaming service, would probably offer all that they have. But do you, do you get what? Yeah, like, no, I do. Can you imagine how pissed George Pickens would be about not making it if that was the uh, the prize for each winning player? You actually could. You actually could fix it. But it's very, 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 very expensive to do it. Yeah, it would. It, it's. I think you're talking half a billion dollars every single year. But if it turns into such a popular game, and 
the, the league's best players. The advertising would also help defray some of the cost because advertising would be through the Dude, roof. Imagine having that and the Super Bowl in back-to-back weeks. It would, would almost de-emphasize well, the Super Bowl. I was just going to say, the other problem with that is you'd probably have guys tanking the championship games because they want to play in the Pro Bowl and skip the Super Bowl. Well, no, you'd have to make... want the 10 The mil. problem is you'd have to create a cascading effect. You'd have to make it $20 million for each winning no, player in the Super Bowl. Actually, there's a fix here. You just play it the week after the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl players are eligible too. That's how you do it. Good Lord, dude. I mean, money you talks, do it, BS walks. You do it like the old school way of doing it. Yeah. Well, the old school way of doing it, the oldest school way was, wasn't it the college all-stars would play? Or is that a, to- no, that was a totally different game. The Super Bowl champion would play the college all-star But that team. wasn't at the end of the football season. That was to start the yeah. next year. Can you imagine if they brought that back and put big money on the line like that? The college all-stars <laughs> would be going ham, dude. Um, Donnie's right, about, but the way things are now, his take is not controversial in the slightest. You're looking at guys at the senior bowl. Uh, trying to find the players that are going to help your team. I mean, people are t- people made, I think, like, wrote stories, and I'm not dogging these people for it. I think, like, all the big Steelers sites locally that are not, like, newspaper sites, like the ones that are really dependent on traffic. They're all down there. They're all down there, and good for them on covering it. They're writing stories literally based on Mike Tomlin and Bo Nix doing, like, a bro hug and, like, a mutual ass slap. Mike Tomlin meets with Bo Nix. Mike Tomlin, really, like Mike Hall, I think was the guy's name, like some defensive lineman who's blowing people up. I and, saw that one too. Right, but I mean, but I, I devour that. Now I play this little game, and I'm sure you do this more than I do, but you start reaching out to people that you could talk to and say, hey, how serious is this guy? Because you know what else this the Senior Bowl feeds into paying such close attention? If you're in the media business whatsoever, you can start to get a read on who they might be interested in. And we all like making predictions and being right about who they're going to take. I think a couple of years ago, didn't Lolly say from the Senior Bowl that he was that he talked to somebody there that said as long as Pickett's there, they'll take him? I do think, yeah, Dale and I don't exactly have a positive history, but I do think Dale was the only guy, and he was adamant about it, saying that they were going to take him. Like He, he said he, that he in January. For, yeah, he had it first, and I don't think people believed him. Haven't we had Jim Nagy on who runs the Senior Bowl? We have. We also, I mean, it's not even the Senior Bowl. Guy who edits me at the Beaver County Times also works for Steelers Depot. He's at the Shrine Bowl, or he was. All these bowls are bigger business and bigger deal and more relevant to fans now. I also think, here's one other take on this, Donnie, for both of you. I do think the average fan, because of the internet, because of some of the sites like Track that have popped up, is way more savvy to the business side of football, dead money, like cap situations. And so I think having an even bigger like grasp of the young talent coming into the league mm-hmm. helps you in that regard too. And I think there's a bigger appetite for reading about that stuff. Good one, Donnie. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.